Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We now return to Mark and Kitchen. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original, 1037 WEI. All right, back here on the Martin Kitchen Show, 401-777-1037 is the phone number. Um, a little bit of somewhat breaking news that we'll get to right after I get the answer to this question, uh, mm-hmm. Ben. Bill Belichick's next team, will it be a playoff team or a non-playoff team in your estimation? Why do we think it's going to be this year? Okay. I mean, well, if I, I'm I, mean, Bill, I would say because he's, he's older and how many more, you know, it's not like he... You want to get back into it, I think, before you, I don't know. You never know. You kind of, every year could be a, you might feel worse every year, a little slower every year. I don't know at that age. Sure. But I don't know necessarily, it doesn't have to be this year. It could be next year. He could sit out for a year. Sure. Take the time off, try and figure it out, really study the teams, know who, you know, would truly work for him. That would be, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised by that. Although, you know. Some of these teams are going to offer him a bucket of cash. An absolute bucket of cash. So, you know, will it be a playoff team? I think so. You know, one of the things I've been talking about basically all season is let's see what happens with the Bills. As everyone talks about the Chargers, Chargers have talent, but something's just wrong there. I don't know if he can fix that. Atlanta Falcons have been coming up lately. I don't know why you'd go in that direction. Maybe because the idea why you go to Atlanta. The only thing I could think of is the NFC South doesn't isn't exactly you know a dominating conference right now. The Buccaneers squeaked in. Um, none of those teams are really that good, and they had the worst team in football in their division. So it might be easy to at least win the division and and kind of guarantee your way into the playoffs. But I've been saying watch out for Buffalo because if Buffalo gets bounced early in the playoffs, I don't think they're going to keep their head coach to have that many disappointing playoff exits when you have one of the better quarterbacks in the league. You've had one of the best teams in the league for four years. Totally agree. Um, and they should move on. They should move on. As many good things as, as Sean McDermott has done in Buffalo, that has a, as an air to me as um, it has an air of, we just need a new voice in Buffalo. That's what it feels like. It's starting to feel like to me, especially if they disappoint and lose to the Steelers in the snow or, you know, something along those lines. That would be a very interesting situation to unfold if Buffalo does flame out real quick. Obviously, um, I think Dallas would be in play if they lose to the Packers tomorrow. I think Dallas would be in play if they go one and done at home in the what about playoffs. the Eagles? So, what if the no Eagles no. lose to the Buccaneers because AJ Brown's out? Yep. 
and the Eagles haven't looked great. Nope. And the Buccaneers have one of those annoying offenses. You know, Baker's the type of guy that can randomly just drop 42 on you, and he just has a hot game. He does it fairly often. It's not like he's a bum. He's just wildly inconsistent. I don't think so, Kitch. I think, if anything, they would put him on the hot seat and say, you need to figure out the coordinators. You've got to get rid of Matt Patricia. I don't know why <laughs> he continues to get work. Again, I said this last year, okay? Matt Patricia, if you want to give him a place in the NFL, fine. Just do not let that man anywhere near a play sheet. I don't understand why that's so hard to grasp. He is not a good play caller. His defenses suck. His offenses suck. Don't let him call plays. If you want him to be a part of the defensive coaching staff, fine. Don't let him call plays. So if they, I think because Philly went to the championship last year, to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. they'll say, okay, that ended real bad, Nick. Um, we're going to give you one chance here to really fix it and get your, you know, you lost your coordinators. The way you replaced them didn't work out. We got to figure that out. We're going to give you another chance. I don't think they fire him outright. Just based, I mean, they made the playoffs. You know what I mean? It's not like they went three and whatever, 17. Or three, you can't go three and 17. You know, whatever it is, three and 15. So, three and 14. So, yeah, I, I, mean, I, was I just waiting don't for see you them to firing get, tear it down. I, I uh, mean... No, I, I wouldn't if I was the Eagles. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. You know, I'd, I'd give him another chance to figure it out. Like you said, put him on the hot seat and be like, hey, you know, if next year doesn't go well. You've got all this talent, man. It, we're going to find a new guy. That would be the right decision. But you never know because these owners are still going to be looking at it like, excuse me, these owners are still going to be looking at it like Bill Belichick out there. I could go get Bill Belichick. I already have a good team. He's the, we know he can get a team over the top. He's got six of them. Belichick. I think teams, if they think they have a chance at him with a talented team like the Eagles, like the Bills, the Cowboys, these teams, and they say, we've got all the talent. Our window is pretty small, two, three years. Why not fire the guy and go get a guy I know can win a Super Bowl? Belichick not going to a playoff team or or a contending team would be madness to me. You know what I mean? I mean, at this stage in his career and life, why would you go to another rebuilding situation with no quarterback? You know, the only unless... thing I could think the only thing I could think of with Bill is if he did that, it's because a he gets a pretty a, a long enough contract that's like, hey, you coach for two years, then you're kind of in the front office leading the entire organization for the next three, four years, whatever it is, and we're paying you $125 million to do it. I guess. I mean, if you told me he was going to go to Chicago, I'd sort of understand. Sort of. Legendary franchise? Right, legendary franchise, number one pick, draft app, uh, draft capital assets. I, You know, even, but again, I wouldn't do that. I would go to a team that can win right now, and that you know what the quarterback is. Just because you have the number one pick, even if there's good quarterbacks in the draft, you have no idea what's going to happen. It's going to no. take them some time. You don't have a lot of time. Well, why that's why I've always, I've always thought of Buffalo as the, all season long. That's when, correct. Whenever we started talking about Bill's next job, was, to me, I always thought Buffalo was kind of the obvious answer. That's the one. That is the one to me. Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. If he, The Bills. 
I mean, how perfect is that? You know, if if he could find a way to get to Buffalo, and maybe that goes to your why, you know, why does it have to be this year question. You know, maybe he'll wait for the franchise that he thinks has a chance to open up that he wants to go to. Let's talk to Matt and Warwick on this. Hey, Matt. Can you hear me all right? Hey, what's up, Matt? Yeah. Yeah, what's up, buddy? Yeah, I just, I just dropped my phone, unfortunately. Hey, listen, the team is in New York, but it's not Buffalo. It's not the Giants. It's the New York Jets. That's the hot take. Now, wouldn't that, that be awesome, though? Wouldn't that, that would be the yeah. absolute A number one best case scenario. That would be so, so awesome. Well, I, listen, I'm Gerard Mayo. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I love it. I can't see that happening. Go ahead, Matt. <laughs> I, love, I love it. That's what, that's what we're doing here, though, right? Um, Gerard Mayo, like, couldn't he be Mike Grable right at the start of his career? All the same characteristics. Um, I don't know if it's going to work out that way. In fact, I, I, I don't think it will. But in a, in a he's had, he has a lot of positive attributes that can make this okay. I just... You know, until these other two pieces um, come into come into play, who's gonna, who's going to be making these picks and who has to nail these picks and the free agent signings? That's what's really going to determine, I think, his future. So, all right, thanks, guys. Have a good day. All right, thanks for the call, Matt. Yeah, I mean, it could thanks, be Mike Vrabel. Yes, similar, um, you know, a similar resume, I guess. But the difference is Mike Vrabel has done it at the NFL level, and Gerard Mayo hasn't. So, you know, and I think yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with Mayo. Uh, as the head coach, I'm fine with them going in that direction. I would have preferred Vrabel, but you know, if you're asking me Mayo or Carroll, I'll take Mayo all day. Mayo I didn't want to who? go from one 73 year old to another. Like that was kind of, maybe this is ageism. It is ageism. It is. What is that? I'm not your employer. You can't yeah, sue wanna, me. No. I want a young coach but, that has the energy to do what needs to be done. I mean, a lot of the coaches now are younger and they've yeah. played and that's the trend. I'm sorry. I mean, well, now you have the youngest head coach in the league. Yeah. Um, and I do think it was interesting. Like, do I love the fact that they didn't interview anybody and they just named them a successor? No. And I'm wondering why they did that. I do. I actually case. do like that. I like that. Okay. Because it shows conviction. It okay. shows we had a plan. We knew what our plan was going to be, and we're executing that plan. We knew he was going to be the next guy. We put it in his contract that he was going to be the next guy so he could circumvent all that. So when the day came that we had to move on from Belichick – very next day, we could announce Gerard Mayo. Okay, so here's my concern with that whole thing, okay? What if the Patriots had to put him, and we've criticized Bill Belichick over the years for not establishing a good enough staff and wanting to hire his friends and, and be around the people. You know, we've talked about this ad nauseum. I'm concerned that the reason that they put that in Mayo's contract, that he would be the successor, a succession plan in the contract, wasn't because he was such a prodigy they couldn't wait to make him the head coach. It was because at the time they were so desperate to keep some of the good assistant coaches in house. They were like, well, we'll just tell him he's going to be the next head coach and he won't leave then. Because Bill had done such a poor job of constructing his staff over the years to the point where we know now Robert had to intervene and say, no, 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 Matt Patricia is not coming back as the offensive coordinator. Go hire Bill O'Brien. Bill didn't want that. He wanted Patricia back. So I'm worried that Kraft put that in there, not because they were wildly confident in Mayo's abilities as a head coach, but just to save the current situation a couple years ago so that Bill had some competent assistant coaches around him. Does that make well, sense? Well, then good for, good for Kraft. Well, yeah. Because but that, we saw what was happening. We saw the brain drain that was going, down, going on down in Foxborough. 
on Bill's watch. Yeah. So good for Kraft. Good for Kraft at the so time. But now feel, if Mayo's not equipped to be a head coach, that succession thing isn't going to be a good situation for the Patriots. Potentially. No. Potentially. Talk, and we'll get, to, we'll get there. Let's talk to Dan and Cranston. Hey, Dan. I'm still ecstatic. I'm still running up and down the street with my trombone. This is, I've been with, you guys know my motivation, man. It started back in August. And, you know, it was never about winning. It was never about X's and O's. It was always about the time is up, the dysfunction. You know, did you did you guys both read the Seth Wickersham article yet? Yeah, uh, not the whole thing, no. I read it twice. Okay. And, you know, it basically just, one of the things that drove me absolutely back crap crazy the last couple months was this whole narrative about how this was ever going to work. You know what I mean? And just the dysfunction of what was going on there. I have a couple problems, though, with Kraft through this. I mean, he did the right thing. You know, he said this stuff, but the first PR was the first thing, um, first press conference, obviously, PR stunt. The second one, it's a results-oriented business, you know, and it's, he's, it's just time to move on. He did the right thing, but... There's a, ben, did you say that uh, he has a good track record hiring coaches? No, I said Kraft. that. I, I did not say uh, that, and I was going to fight Mark on that when we got to it because he's hired two coaches. Yes. It, he's hired he, Pete Carroll. I've heard this ten times. Already. Stop giving him credit for Parcells. He did not hire Parcells. He inherited That's Parcells. That's true. No, you're right. And, but what did he do to Parcells? He ran him out of He ran him out of town. He ran – this whole I, – I, I am – Kraft is, he's been a meddling owner. Let's just follow up the Kraft thing. I mean, the, the Bell, uh, Parcells thing for a minute. Just to sure. review just what this guy did, because people seem to forget this. The team went to the Super Bowl, and Parcells pretty much already had another job lined up. Going to the Super Bowl, okay? And then the next year when Pete Carroll's out there, you get, you get Kraft out there with a whistle, like thinking he's a coach. You, you guys remember that, that whole narrative? He like put himself on the staff. Does anyone remember this? I, I don't really. The year they get to Bucky so. Jones, just yeah, go yeah. back no, and look. I, I remember. Live, it's a joke. It's absolute. This guy has skated more than anybody I can remember for the longest time, and I'm not saying he's a bad old. He did the right thing now, but the other thing that I actually took away from that press conference, he needs to step down. Doesn't he? Just like an old, like an old tired guy. You know, isn't it time for Jonathan to move in? I actually thought, Dan, that Jonathan was going to be the one that handled a lot of what happened post Belichick. You know, but well, I, if you read the, if if you read the article, he already is. Okay, he's he wanted him gone like two years ago, which yeah, I give him he, all the credit for. There, I, I, honestly, I think he wanted him gone a lot longer than two years ago. <laughs> I, 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 I think too. there, I, I think there had been friction there for a long time even when things were successful yeah i, I would but, recommend the wickersham article was timed as a hit piece because people that's what people will call it you know you yeah. could probably say the source was steve belichick or one of his kids but the point is he wrote an article what three four years ago remember daryl arnold verbatim saying this is all lies it's a hit piece no it was 100 percent true every single last bit of it it's from one point of view but it's all true, and it explains the dysfunction that was going on there. The place was a freaking mess. Bill Belichick is still a great coach. Bill Belichick will probably go somewhere 
and have some level of success and get the record in short order. But just like Tom Brady was not a quarterback for the Patriots in 2019 moving forward, Bill Belichick is not the coach for the Patriots in 2024. They both have different motivations now at that point in time in their careers. And you know what I'm saying? It's, it was time to move. It's simple as that. I'm happy as hell. The Mayo thing, fine. You know, but the, to me, the key hire is not the head coach. It's going to be who picks the, the groceries. Yeah. That's where right. it lies. And that you're absolutely you can right. Build everything else out. And that's what I'm dying to hear. And I would have done it the other way around, but if maybe they want to give Mayo, you know, fine, but find the right guy and please just don't do a retreat from somewhere else. That that'll just be a disgrace. Have a good weekend guys. Enjoy your week off. I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Take care. This is Um, so Mark, hold on real quick. Just breaking a little bit. I'm reading a tweet from Andy Hart, so I didn't even see this uh, directly. But Adam Schefter reportedly saying that the Patriots are in no hurry to hire a GM and may even wait until after the draft to hire one. Adam Schefter. Ooh. Bad decision. I don't understand why you would do that. (laughs) I don't understand why you would do that You get the most important decision that the franchise has seen since literally Drew Bledsoe, and you don't want all hands on deck? You're going to just kind of – we'll cover it. Like, you know, what are we yeah, doing with I, that? I don't like that because that, that that also goes directly against what I was saying a few minutes ago. They have a plan and they're sticking to it. Well, now it sounds like waffling's already coming into the equation. I just want to go back to a couple of things from, from Dan. Yeah. He's proven my point already. Craft, the microscope's on you now. It's fully on you. We're not invested in Mayo like that yet. You're the last one standing of the three of the Holy Trinity of the new England Patriots. Now all your decisions are going to be coming to light. And I don't know if you're ready for it. Cause fans are not going to be thrilled with you because as many people have wanted Belichick gone, there's still just as many, if not more that wanted him still here. You can read it all on social media. You wa- look at the responses to everything far more of them are like, what, you're going to get rid of the greatest coach of all time? This is insane, blah, 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 blah. And under his watch, the greatest head coach and the greatest quarterback left town. Okay, so the whole, like, Seth Wickersham thing, I I don't really care. I'll read the article. I don't really and it's care. behind the ESPN paywall, so I'll probably yeah, never that, read it. because That's I'm not why I didn't read it, because I'm not, uh, but whatever. Yeah, I could only I, read, I, like, I the first ca- two paragraphs. Th- I did not care about it on you know why kitch because this was over you know what i mean this was over so i'm not as interested what you know the brady thing when i knew he could still play and they could still win games and win championships that was relevant to me i needed to read that and to see why that had to deteriorate when it did that was something to me this was over that 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 little quote from there and this is what i've long suspected and we've talked about this before The decision to move on from Brady was ultimately Bill's in the sense that he convinced Robert this is the right thing to do. Yeah. And you knew that if it didn't, if it went well for Tom and it wasn't going great for the Patriots, he was going to be BS at Bill. Yep. He was going to be furious because he let the golden boy go. Yep. Because he was convinced by this other guy who was also at an, uh, you know, at a place in his career that was kind of unprecedented. 
I mean, ultimately, that's where it comes from. This yeah, doesn't come from thing, a four okay. and thirteen season. This is, hey, it's deteriorated, and I'm still pissed about Tom walking out the door. I think Bill, or I'm sorry, Robert, Jonathan, the Crafts, they could have stuck. It would have stung like a mother. But I think they could have stomached Tom Brady going to Tampa and winning a Super Bowl. Okay, they could have stomached that. I think what really put it over the edge was the fact that the total, you know, the totality of the Patriot way crumbled the second Brady left. The second he left. I I heard it was Booger McFarland. He was talking on, uh, he was the guest on PTI the other day, like five good minutes. And they asked him, what's Bill Belichick's strength and what's, you know, why should another team, whatever the question was, they were say something nice about Bill Belichick. Why can he still coach? Or it was, why should we still, as young NFL players, why should they still want to play for Bill Belichick? And he said, well, he does a couple things. You know, his teams never beat themselves. He takes away your best option and makes you play left-handed. And I'm like, yeah, one wrong, two wrong. Those were, that was Belichick back in the heyday. Or with Tom Brady. That ain't Bill Belichick anymore. He, he what, maybe one out of every five games he'll make you play left-handed? How, I'm sorry, his teams don't beat themselves? Since when? Well, no, no, that's the one that, the other two, I'm like, yeah, he still kind of does that. Okay, you know, the kind of, yes. was decent this year, dealing with, they lost their two best defensive players. Yeah. Relatively early in the season. Yeah, but you know so, what, though, Kitch? In recent years, they have not yeah. done as good of a job of that. They've had guys no. that they knew were going to be big focal points on the opposing offense, have big games. I remember a game against Buffalo a few years ago. What was the guy's name? Isaiah McKenzie was killing yeah. them. Was killing them. And I'm, it was a key third down. And I'm yelling at the TV, McKenzie, cover McKenzie. McKenzie, third and 13, pass to McKenzie, first down for the eighth time in the game. So... It hasn't been as good recently. No, 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 it hasn't. And that's why we're where we are. You know, that's one of the big reasons why we are where we are. But ultimately, it was, you know, I I still think it was lingering bad feelings from the Brady decision. Sure. I still think that's, you know, that's ultimately what led to all of this. But we can move on. from. But I was just about the article. Okay. I'm just not as um, interested because it was over, Kitch. This whole situation was over. So if you want to talk about the pissing contest that went on or this pissed this guy off or this didn't, whatever, it was over. So I'm not all that interested, you know what I mean, in the absolute details. I'm not not interested. I mean, I'd read it. I'm just saying before when it felt like it didn't have to be over, I wanted to know, damn, what caused this to to crumble? What ruined this? And I wanted to know those details. This is, okay, we, we knew for a year and a half now, you and I at least, this was over. They were done. Like, Belichick was done. This wasn't going to work. He wasn't coming back. The old coach, the GOAT coach, wasn't the same dude. It wasn't going to happen again. So, I mean, if you want to tell me, like, who, when he said something that the owner didn't like, and what, I mean, whatever, this was over anyway, and they were moving on. So it doesn't interest me as much because I was already moved on. Okay, when we get back, I'm going to tell you, the one thing, now that Gerard Mayo's the head coach, the one thing you have to get right, it's non-negotiable. You have to get this right or else. Mark and Kitchen, 103.7 WEI. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t